Hey guys, and welcome to this week's episode of the PowerCast. So today I wanted to talk about getting the foundations right first before you move forwards. Now, it might sound a bit boring, (laughs) but you know, most people, they want to take 10 steps forwards without getting a solid foundation in place. And what happens then is that, yeah, you'll make a bit of money, you'll have some clients come in, Um, you'll start to do really well, but then things will fall apart or you're not able to deal with things when, when shit hits the fan or you are just not moving forwards as fast as you want to be. Uh, other times people will get burnt out, injured, sick, uh, be working their asses off and not getting the results that they want and really taking one step forwards and two steps back. So if you work on yourself first, and you get those foundations right, you're going to set a solid like framework basically to be able to achieve things that you want faster and achieve them in a way that creates more time, energy, freedom, health, um, and amazing opportunities for you as well. Now, most people come to me and they're like, but I just need more clients or I need more money or I need more leads when really it's not about those things. They think it is, but if you get these things right first that I'm going to talk about in a moment, all those things will come in and they'll come in much more easily and um, and you'll actually hold on to the success that you get as well rather than getting some success and then being inconsistent, being really up and down. So what are the foundations? The foundations really apply to a few different areas of your life. And the first one I want to talk about is health. So the foundations for your health are things like making sure you're eating food that nourishes your body, food that makes you feel good, making sure you're eating enough food, uh, things like like good sources of protein and um and veggies and fruit and drinking plenty of water and things like that, just really looking after your body. Now, I'm guilty of this for myself. I'm quite inconsistent with my food. I've been eating quite well. I, I eat a lot better than most people, but then I'll have times where I eat out too much. Um, sometimes when I'm really busy at home, working from home, I can skip meals and then I'm super hungry in the afternoon. And so I think it's really important for a business owner to make sure that you're eating consistently throughout the day and you're eating foods that make you feel good and give you energy. And it's it's something that's still a work in progress with me to be completely uh, open and honest with you right now. So I, I think, you know, we can tend to skip these things. It's like, oh, but I'm so busy. And so if you're working from home like I do, you need to... Put those breaks throughout your day. I know it sounds silly, but even if you've got to put it in your calendar or put an alarm on your phone, like eat. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Having those breaks will help you to be more productive in the time that you are in front of the laptop. And if you don't have those breaks, you can easily get sucked into Facebook and procrastinating and wasting time or feeling like you're busy, like getting to the end of the day and feeling like you're busy, but not having achieved as as much as you want. And I'll talk about a little bit later on how I'm going to implement this um, with my assistant from today. 
so, and if you're listening to this later, um, this this podcast might be one that I put up a bit later. It's currently mid-October. So um, if you're listening to it later, I would have been implementing this for a little while now. Anyway, uh, so that's the first one. The, the next one to do with your health is making sure that you're getting enough sleep. Now, this is something I've been working on lately. Most of the time I was getting enough sleep, but then sometimes I would stay up too late and then I'd feel tired waking up in the morning. And most of the time with my body clock, I, I never have an alarm. Most of the time with my body clock, I end up waking up early no matter what time I've gone to bed, um, which isn't nice. <laughs> but until recently, I was waking up uh, probably around, some mornings I'd wake up around 6, but most of the time I was waking up around 7, 7.30. And I'd wake up and it'd be a mad rush getting my daughter ready and it'd just be chaos and stress to start the day, which isn't isn't a good way to start the day. And so the past few weeks, I have been going to bed by 10 p.m. at the latest, and I've been getting eight hours of sleep. And in the morning when I wake up, I've been going for a walk. Um, I've got beautiful bushlands around my house, and I go through a, a walk through the bush, see wallabies every morning, and I make sure I spend time being present. But then I also end up doing live stream and things like that as well. But not the whole time I'm walking because I want to be present with my surroundings and I practice gratitude as I'm walking in my head. Um, if I was talking to myself, I'd probably sound like a crazy person. Um, but in my head, I'm practicing gratitude and just noticing the things around me and being present with my surroundings. And really like just doing this, so setting myself that bedtime, has completely changed my life. It means I've started walking again and fit that into my life easily. I've started eating better. Uh, I drink I drink a lot of water as it is, but I was drinking more water consistently instead of two to three liters a day. It's like three to four liters a day. And um, I have more energy. I'm fitter already. And uh, yeah, it's just changed my whole routine. I get a lot more done in shorter periods of time. I'm taking more time out as well. So, you know, like your morning routine doesn't start in the morning. It starts with the time that you go to bed. And I really believe that we need to set ourselves a good bedtime rather than going, oh yeah, I'll get seven hours of sleep. Like, yeah, seven hours of sleep is great. But if that's from midnight to 7am, you're probably still going to feel tired in the morning because you've gone to bed so late. So I really believe in going to bed earlier is just as important as the amount of hours of sleep that you're getting as well. So that's the next one. So we've covered what you eat and drink and um, and uh, your sleep. The next one is exercise. So making sure that you're getting regular exercise. Now for me, I compete in powerlifting and um I've been so wrapped up in powerlifting the last two and a half years and I've gotten really strong, um, but that took up a lot of my time. Now at the moment I have a hernia in my stomach, so I'm not allowed to, uh, I'm not able to train as heavy, um, still doing like 90 kilo deadlifts for like eight reps, um, 55 to 60 kilo bench for sets of 10 and um squats I'm only doing 60 kilos for sets of 10 and I'm still doing my assistance work as heavy as I was before um but it's just a lot of volume 
And uh, so I'm still able to do a lot more than the general public, but nowhere near what I used to do. And because of that, because I'm not competing, I'm only training like twice a week. I'd like to get that back up to three times a week, but I am walking every day and I'm climbing mountains and I'm doing active things with my family as well. And so because of that, because the powerlifting's not so full on mentally and physically, and it's not taking up so much of my time, I'm able to spend more time with my family and I'm able to add some cardio back in as well. Now that for me will help me to lose some weight, but it also helps to increase my fitness, get my body moving and gives me that time out for myself so that I can practice gratitude, so that I can um, like experience the, the area that I'm living and climb mountains and do other fun things as well. So I really like having that balance and that mix of the two at the moment. So my advice with that, and most of you listening are probably personal trainers. Some of you are coaches, so you might not do it as much, but the personal trainers, you probably fit these things easily into your life. And that's great. Um, but even trainers, I know a lot of trainers that still kind of have times where they struggle with these things. So with exercise, just find something you love, set yourself a goal, um, get an accountability buddy if you need to, uh, and or a trainer or someone to help you. I still have my powerlifting coach that I go to once a week. And um, yeah, just, just fit it into your calendar and make it um, a consistent habit. So that's pretty much it for health. Um, the next one is is mindset or, or mindfulness and I guess well-being falls into that as well. Now this is things like practicing gratitude, journaling, meditation. Um, you can really do whatever you want and when I talk about these things with your health, with your mindfulness, with all these different areas of your life, you don't need to and you shouldn't change all these things at once. If you're not doing any of these things yet, just choose one thing to get consistent with and then build it up from there. Um, if you try and change everything all at once, it's like those restrictive diets, yeah? You only keep up with it for so long and then it gets too hard and you give up. And as you probably well know, consistency is the key. So you want to make it easy on yourself and you want to be able to form these habits that feel easy. And if you do one, one or two small things at a time, you'll look back in a few months time and go, wow, I made all these changes and it wasn't hard. It was easy and it just feels part of your norm now. So with the mindfulness, um, you can also kind of multitask. And I don't mean multitask by doing a million different things at once, like on your computer, for example. But for example, when I go for my walk in the morning, the first part of my walk in my head, I'm practicing gratitude. And it starts off with the things that are around me. I'm grateful for the sound that these rocks are making under my feet. I'm grateful for the birds that I can hear in the trees. I'm grateful that I get to see beautiful wallabies every morning. I'm grateful that I live in a beautiful area where I have bushland right next to my house. I'm grateful for the trees. I'm grateful for the warm sun on my skin. I'm grateful for the cool breeze on my skin right now. And so it starts with those things and having appreciation and gratitude for the things around me. And then it moves on to the people that I'm grateful for usually. And then the things I'm grateful for in my life, like I'm grateful for abundance. I'm grateful for my mindset. I'm grateful for growth. I'm grateful for travel and music and my family and opportunities and taking risks and trying new things. Um, so that's the way that I do it, but do it however, however you want. You can write them out, you can say them out loud, or you can do them in your head whilst you're going for a walk. 
Um, sometimes I do them around the dinner table with my kids. I say one, my daughter says one, my son says one. I drag my partner into it as well sometimes and he'll say one and then we go around the circle over and over again, which I think is a really cool thing to teach your kids from a young age. Uh, my kids are only four and six. And so that's gratitude. And I guess thinking about the positive ties into this as well, you know, a lot of times people uh, are just so focused on the negative. And there might be one bad thing going on in your life, but a million good things. And we focus on that one bad thing. So focusing on the positives help you to, helps you to realize all the good things going on in your life and kind of put a perspective um, on that negative thing and realize that it really doesn't matter and it doesn't make that much difference. And when we focus on the positives, we attract more positives into our life. It's like this energy. And we attract positive people and opportunities into our life as well. No one likes someone that's whinging and complaining and full of drama. Um, and so if you're in that place, you're going to actually be pushing away opportunities. And if you're a person that's full of energy and positive and moving forwards in their life and really stepping into that leader who you, you want to be, then you'll attract amazing opportunities and connections and clients and friends and um, opportunities into your life, basically. So that's really important as well. Now, uh, meditation. Um, meditation is really, really important. And it's not some hippie bullshit that people once thought it was. It's basically just about quieting your mind for a little while. Focusing on your breathing, having an awareness of your body, having an awareness of your thoughts and what's going on in your life and what you, what you want. Now, there's many different ways that you can do this. Um, if you're just starting out, I recommend something like Headspace. Uh, it's just headspace.com. There's a free version on there or there's a paid version. I just use the free one. Um, and a lot of the time I do my own meditation just with myself. Um, but yeah, you can use that. And there's plenty of like music you can listen to or guided meditations on YouTube as well. And um, you know, so much in this day and age, we're just go, go, go. We're constantly connected. We're constantly being bombarded with all these things coming at us from social media, email, family commitments, different things going on. And um, I think it's really important to just slow yourself down, to clear your energy, to calm yourself down and to help you get through the day. I'm reading a book at the moment called Thrive by Arianna Huffington and she talks a lot about meditation in there and she talks about famous sports teams using it like um, basketball teams in America and um, like people that have gone to the Olympics and like well-known um, sports people and um, and athletes so they they use it at their half time they use it um, in their training they use it at home and it helps them to uh, become better at their sport which is really really cool definitely recommend you checking that book out and um, so and the last one I wanted to talk about on that is journaling so journaling is really important and there's many different ways you can do it. Um, basically, you can write out your intentions for the day or your goals. You can do future paced journaling where you write out as if you've already achieved something. Um, you can write out any limiting beliefs you have and overcome them. You can write out affirmations or things that you want or that you're going to achieve. 
uh, or you can just kind of really write out your thoughts and feelings and work through anything that's going on for you. Now, this is something that I used about a year ago. I still use it now, but I started using it consistently about a year ago. And at the time I was stuck on 10K a month and it really, journaling was the big thing that really helped me to push past that 10K because what it helped me do was realize why I was stuck and what I wanted and what I needed to move forwards. And as soon as I started doing it, I got clarity. It's so powerful. And I started moving forwards. Um, so all you need to do is get a journal. Um, if you're in Australia, like something like Officeworks is really nice, has nice ones, or um, Kiki K have really nice ones as well. And um, yeah, you can, or you can just go somewhere like Kmart or Target. It just depends what your budget is and what you what you like. Kmart and Target, um, and uh, and Big W actually have some really nice ones these days for quite cheap. Um, so the one I'm using at the moment is from Officeworks, but yeah, if you just get a journal and get a pen and just write out your thoughts and feelings or ask yourself questions or do any of the, the ways that I've just mentioned. So that's the mindfulness. And then the last part I want to talk about is, and I could add so much more to this as well. Um, but actually there's two more parts. One is your emotions. So you want you need to get control over your emotions and by in business a lot of people look at things from an emotional perspective when we want to think about things logically okay we want to make choices from a place of of logic not from emotion and when we take the emotion out of it we're able to do that and we're able to move forwards and not be this roller coaster up and down um and so you're not always going to take the emotion out of it. You're not a robot. There's always going to be some emotion and that's okay. But the more that you work on yourself, the more you're going to be able to move forwards at a faster pace and not be this massive roller coaster. Okay. Now I've done that through NLP, timeline therapy, um, investing in coaches and courses, and also from, from journaling and meditating and working on myself, um, like I've just mentioned. So, um, yeah, you, you can use all of these things together to be able to do that. Now, the last one I wanted to talk about is your environment and your environment involves the physical space that you're living in. And it also includes the people that you surround yourself with. So you want to surround yourself with positive, like-minded people. Now, this includes your relationship. If you're in a relationship, it includes your children, if you have children, and it also includes your family, your friends, the business relationships that you have, your clients, everyone that you spend your time with. Now, you want to spend time and, and surround yourself with people both online and offline that are further ahead of you. Now, that doesn't mean everyone's going to be further ahead of you, but you want to have at least five people that you follow or spend time with that are ahead of you. And what I mean by ahead of you is you want them to be making more money than you make. And then also there's some people that are just on a different energy level than you. They've done a lot of personal development. They've done a lot of mindset work and they're just in a really good space and you can feel that energy and they just lift you up. Now, um, with your family, obviously you can't choose your family, but you can set boundaries as well. And you can let people know that you won't tolerate drama and you won't jump into that drama. 
Um, if there's certain people in your family that just bring you down every time you see them, you don't need to see them all the time. Set those boundaries. Um, you also don't have to answer your phone all the time. If you're busy or you just don't feel like having that conversation, then you can um, you can kind of set boundaries uh, and, and you don't have to answer the phone if it's going to bring you down. Yeah. Every time the phone's ringing, you don't have to answer it. So your relationships are really, really important. And your relationship with yourself is important as well. Like I said, working on yourself is, is the most important and valuable thing you can ever do. And business is the greatest personal development journey you can ever go on. So it's not just about making money and learning about marketing or attracting clients. It's about working on yourself, like really 80% working on yourself and 20% strategy. And that's why I'm talking about these things today, because it's so important. Now, environment also includes your physical environment. Now, that doesn't mean you've got to go and buy a million dollar property or be traveling all around the world all the time. Um, Like do what you can within your means, but set big goals as well. If you want to travel around the world and you can't just yet, set that as a goal. Start putting money aside every week, even if you can only do $20 or $50 or something. It's better than nothing and it all builds up. Most people go, oh, I'd love to do that one day, but they never put the steps in place to make that one day a reality. So if you feel like it's way beyond your reach right now, um, if you don't have the time or the freedom to do so or the money to do so, put things in place that help you work towards that. And create that freedom and time and create that money to be able to live the life that you want to live. Now, um, physical environment as well, like, yes, it involves travel, it involves the places you spend your time and it involves your house. So in your house, um, you can, you want to have clear space where you're working, have a dedicated space for work. Even if it's just, even if you've got a tiny house, even if it's just a little corner, yeah, um, make sure your house is clean and free of clutter. Um, and you don't need to be doing that during the day whilst you're supposed to be working, do it at night or on the weekend or in the morning. Um, what else? The places that you spend your time, if you're always inside the house and you're never getting out and trying new things, you need to do that. Go for climb a mountain on the weekend or catch up with friends or try something new. Go bungee jumping or stand up paddle boarding or go to the movies or try a circus class or um, go have a picnic in the park. If you do fun things and you actually live your life, you'll have more things to talk about when you're doing your content, but you'll also show people that you are living your life and you're practicing what you preach. And it helps you to kind of switch off from your business from time to time and actually have a life because that's what we're doing this for, right? You didn't start business to be behind a laptop all day, every day. You started a business to be able to change your life and change other people's lives and help make a difference in the world or even just in your community. And you started a business probably most of all to have freedom in your life. So if you don't have freedom right now and you're not taking time out for yourself and you're not doing these things, then have a think about what needs to change and start implementing that. Now, like I said before, um, these things, they're not all going to change at once, but just choose one to two things 
and then put these things in your calendar. Because if you're just thinking about it now and you've taken notes from this podcast, but then you do nothing with it, then it's a waste of 25 or so minutes. Yeah. But what I want you to do is actually implement it and take action so you can change your life. And how you do that is you put that in your diary or in your calendar and you set time aside for it. Okay. It might be getting to bed at 10 p.m., putting an alarm in your in your phone and, and saying go to bed or turning off from the computer at eight or nine <clears throat> so that you're actually winding down. Um, I use Google Calendar, so putting stuff in your calendar like eat lunch or um, family day or catching up with a friend or whatever. Okay, so whatever you use, do that so that you can actually implement it. And one last thing before I go, um, with the environment, I was really unhappy in my house. Uh, I was there for five years. It was an old house. It was kind of falling apart. And I'd changed a lot and grown a lot in five years. And I just, my mindset and my success and my head just wasn't, uh, the, the environment that I was in wasn't replicating what was going on inside my head. So we didn't move straight away. But what I did was start looking at places online and my partner started looking as well. And it was a real thing to turn his mind around with that as well. And then um, we started looking at things um, face to face and then we chose somewhere and we moved quite quickly after that. Now, the place I'm living now is almost three times more expensive in rent a week than where I was before. And that's scary. But yes, you've got to be able to afford it, but it's got to be something. If you want to grow, it's got to be something that scares you a little bit and that is bigger than what you can do. And like, to be completely honest, the first few weeks I was here, I was scared. I also put on a full-time assistant who costs as much as my rent each week. And um, so having these two things that I had to pay for, um, it was a risk and it was scary. And it meant that I had to make more money and manage my money as well. And the first few weeks were hard until I fell into that pattern where now it's just normal. Just goes out every Sunday for both of them. And I make more money. I make more than enough money to cover that and put money into savings every week and pay all my bills and pay for everything that I need, travel and whatever else. So the thing I'm starting to do with my assistant is really get us in a um, good energy for the day and be able to be as productive as possible and be in a really good mindset as well. So when she first gets here, we're going to meditate together so we can just have a really good energy and be calm going into the day. Then after that meditation, we're going to uh, talk about like where we're both at, what are the main priorities and tasks for the week and kind of just do planning and big picture thinking. And then after lunch, we're going to go for a little bit of a walk where we'll talk and whatever. And it just breaks up the day when you have that mid kind of afternoon lull, it'll boost our energy. So then we're more productive for the rest of the afternoon. And then I'm also um, letting her borrow any of my books or putting like buying her books for Kindle and things like that um, so that we can both be in a really good mindset, both be working on our personal development. And that way we're on the same wavelength. We're both growing together and um, we're both super productive in the business as well. And I got these ideas from a book that I'm reading at the moment um, by Ariana Huffington called Thrive. So we've got to set ourselves these goals. And 
uh, my biggest advice to you to finish this off would be take risks, um, but calculated risks as well. Um, step outside your comfort zone, try new things, whether it's moving to a new house, traveling around the world, putting money aside each week so that you can have this life that you want, uh, or even just things like having a cleaner or catching up with a friend once a week or journaling or meditating. Just choose one to two small things, put it into your calendar, action it, and see how this changes your life. So that's all for today. Hope you've enjoyed this. And um, let me know if you've got any questions. I've also got my free group, the Community of Kick-Ass Action Takers on Facebook. I'd love for you to join me there um, to have a deeper conversation. And please share this around um, if you if you got a lot out of it, because I'd love to change more people's lives. Have an awesome day.